0: Hey, guys, and welcome to the new episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Justin Kopp, American investor, international business owner, entrepreneurial, and motiv- motivational speaker. Hi, Justin. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jacob. Excited to be here.
0: Thanks for being here. And yeah, first of all, Justin is a co-founder and CEO of Carbon6, which is uh, quite, the, I would say, new company in the amazon space i mean how how um long ago did you start justin i think it's around two years one and a half. We,
1: be, yeah just 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 over two years um so
0: uh 27 months that's that's awesome and uh i actually know that because i i remember that that was the time where we kind of really also focused on uh, and, and the amazon space and i was really exploring different yeah. companies different um tools that were on the market and i found actually about the carbon six i know that Back then, you actually put a lot of initial funds and started um, gathering those very interesting tools, right? Could you tell actually a little bit more about the, the idea behind Carbon 6 um, and how does it work? Because I know that you have this crazy ecosystem of very nice tools in, for Amazon sellers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we saw a huge opportunity, Jacob, where um, you know, there was this massive market, $600 billion flowing through Amazon, of which about 60% are, are, are third party, the other 40% uh, first party, and a, and a massively fragmented ecosystem of support through services and software for that ecosystem. What we saw was uh, a, a large move upstream where the consolidation of the GMV going through Amazon is really becoming more and more focused on the sellers who who know what they're doing, who've done it before, brands that were already large brick and mortar, um, uh, D2C native brands that, that really accelerated after the iOS update are, are, are migrating over and having Amazon become a bigger and bigger part. And what we didn't see yet in the market was um, uh, uh, an ecosystem, a set of uh, uh, software tools to service that part of the market. And, and that's where we jumped in. So once we had the idea and we were excited and, and we thought we could get a push off the line, Uh, through M&A by acquiring a lot of solutions. Of course, today we're, we're, we're building from scratch many solutions and, and creating, Mm -hmm. you know, a hub where everything flows through. We just saw a huge opportunity to get a push off the line. We were, we were drafting off the success from a, from a fundraising standpoint that the aggregators were having. And so that allows us, that allowed us to go and get some of the top single point solutions, um, that today form, form part of the ecosystem as it sits today.
0: Awesome. And how did you actually identify first of those tools that you acquired to the ecosystem?
1: Yeah. So we started out just by, by, by going through, I mean, I'll take a step back actually. Um, mm-hmm. I, I moved down to Puerto Rico, 2020, um, hence the, the non-virtual, but looks like a virtual background here in my backyard. <laughs> and uh, my original plan was to uh, slow down summer retire, do a bunch of investing. And uh, the only people I met in my neighborhood at the time that were younger than me uh, we're all Amazon sellers. There was four of them. They were all Amazon sellers. As I learned more about their business, it was incredible. They had gone, you know, quite literally from zero to hero. They, the, one one of them, uh, Brendan Morris, working in a grocery store three years later, he sold a brand for eight figures. Um, and it, it was an incredible story. Uh, it was just, it was, it was true entrepreneurship. It, w- it was amazing that the platform of Amazon had created this avenue where people could, you know, uh, have upward mobility. In a way that not everyone could, um, and one thing that was striking as I would speak to Brennan and some of the other sellers here in the neighborhood, as I was diving deep on the in the in the uh, into the uh, world of marketplace selling, yeah. was just how many different logins they needed to have, how many different tabs were open on their computer, 30, 40, 50, Do we, 20, to, to manage all, day long.
0: all of the, to, to use all of the tools, right?
1: Yeah, to, in order as to manage their business, yeah. they, yeah. they, yeah. yeah, as a seller. And, and several of those would claim to be all in one solutions, but if they're all in one solutions, then why do you have 29 tabs? Up <laughs> um, and, and, uh, the amount of time that was spent just, you know, on a in, in, inefficiency at clicking between and having to manage all the different, um, permissions and who on my team should have access to what and, and, and payment, et cetera. Um, it seemed like there was a real gap in the market for a comprehensive, um, up-market solution for the professional seller we then went and identified what are all the main jobs that a seller needs to do you know launch advertising inventory alerts etc cetera, etc cetera, and then went out and and did a full market analysis of the top players in all of those different areas and that's really where where the acquisition strategy came from so we awesome. went into uh inventory management and acquired so stock which is the top inventory management platform for for for, for sellers we looked at reimbursements. We we had identified uh, a bunch of players and we deduced that Cell Investigators was number one for a bunch of different reasons. For That's for 3P. For 1P, uh, Profit Recovery, we identified Charge Guard, so on and so forth. And so that's really the genesis for um, for the acquisition strategy early on.
0: Great. And then as a actual carbon 6 you you want to have it all as one hub right so there's no need as you mentioned to correct. jump in between the tabs different logins but rather use one platform to actually use all of those tools
1: yeah that's correct and 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 so today we already see the beginning stage of this so uh sellers who have are a customer of seller investigators can use that same login for manage my stats for so stocked mm-hmm. for 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 Pixelme, um and others and and, and we're adding um, all the tools into that. It's great. You can you can one click between apps. You have a an app bucket. You know, think think a navigation bar that's similar to at the top of your Gmail, where you can access access Drive and Sheets, etc. Um, really as the as the model for for how we're doing it from a user experience standpoint.
0: Awesome. I will jump back to actually some more questions related to Carbon Six and the Hub. But first, I actually want to also. Um, a little bit back in time so you mentioned right now that you are in Puerto Rico you had those plans to retire but on the other hand you met those crazy neighbors um, who are Amazon sellers so let's talk about your um, history before that right um if you could tell a little bit about your background uh, especially as an international business owner because i actually checked some of your very old youtube videos uh even back in poland and wroclaw um with one lady that translates you yeah. actually directly to to polish uh Magnet. so if you could tell a little yeah. bit more about this before you jump to the amazon world
1: yeah no problem jacob so i grew up in a small town uh i don't know twelve, thirteen thousand people a couple hours uh um outside of New York and uh didn't get to travel a lot, but always wanted to see the world and was really interested in having different experiences and you know, you only live one life and, and wanted to maximize it as much as possible. So as I got older and I went to college, um and graduated college, I, I I I really had that on my mind. I had planned on going to law school. I didn't really want to go. I was playing in a band <laughs> at the time and traveling and seeing bands and I was driving all over the country. Just wanting to be free and, and see and do different stuff. It was just always the way I was wired. It was where, always where the magnet was pulling me was to a new experience and and a, and a new challenge, um, and and uh, I I by mistake uh, we ran out of money uh, and we and I needed a job. I took a job signed coupons door to door in Boston. This is back when you would answer. And but that was newspaper. your f- f-
0: first job, actually, or?
1: I'd had like 60 or 65 jobs before that, but I'd never held a job for longer than two weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, so
1: I, I'd go in and wait tables for two days and get enough money to go, you know, uh, do whatever I was doing in, in high school or college. And so it was the first job I was ever committed to, um, mm-hmm. I would say. And it's interesting because at that time in my life, I uh, you know, I was wondering, what, uh, I, I was almost questioning my own ambition. Um, but as it turned out, I, I just needed something that, that had a big picture goal to it. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a very good employee. Um, the business I started in doing, doing direct sales was an opportunity model where you could eventually learn how to run your own office and run your own company. And so at 23, I opened my first business um, 18 months after starting out in that door to door sales company. And then I was able to, to expand and take that business all over. I moved to England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Poland, back to America in 2015. Uh, today, I have many thousands of people in that business and uh, you know, seven 800 people who are running Their own company uh, through that through that model Um, and for me it was an incredible way to see the world you know you mentioned poland where i know you are based and uh in 2013 for the first time uh energy was deregulated in poland what that meant was you could switch energy providers which is great because it creates competition and price competition and uh, myself and four individuals that were working with me on my team in the uk we moved to poland um, uh, none of us spoke Polish. It's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> it's a very hard language I also.
0: So I, I assume you didn't learn it, even though you le- lived here, right? Well,
1: okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put one of my old colleagues, Arthur, on blast. So Arthur had actually, he was Polish. Oh, he nice. Lived he, he lived there too, he was 19. lived there too, he was 19, and he was 28 or 30 when we met him. Um, but, but he'd forgotten most of it. So it's not only such a complex language to learn from scratch, I think, I think I've read that, that you become fluent in an English language, uh, in the English language, like nine or 10, but in the Polish language, it's 14 or 15, which is a dramatic difference. Um, I think, you know, second only to Japanese, I believe, if I, if I recall that correctly. Yeah. But Arthur had lived at this point two thirds of his life in Poland and then moved to Ireland. And, and, and we were excited because he was going to be the translator for all of us. And as we went into <laughs> each one of these European countries, we never had anyone who spoke the language. And this was going to be the first time we just opened up Spain, Portugal, Italy, none of us spoke the language. It's going to be different. We have Arthur who speaks Polish. And we got there and he'd forgotten how to speak Polish. (laughs) I mean, mean, he got got it back over time. But but he was also speaking through a translator for like the first four or five months.
0: Yeah I really wonder how did you actually manage to do those door to door sales if you didn't speak the native here and like po- Poland is pretty international but but I know back in the 2013 uh it wasn't that popular yet to, that everyone speaks English like today
1: I mean we started in Katowice which is you know not a very, very international city mm-hmm. even inside of Poland it's not like we started in Warsaw um yeah, I mean, you, you have to be creative. you got to find a way to get it done, <clears throat> whether that is, you know, finding somebody uh, who speaks English by running around and just seeing as many people as possible and playing a work ethic game, or you can work smart by finding someone. And th- we would deputize people in the field by, by having them, if they spoke English, we'd have them come with us for like an hour and, and give them half the commission. And then very quickly, <laughs> we started recruiting people. And after 18 months in Poland, um, we had a team of uh, 350 people. We were in six cities. Um, it was wow. an awesome experience. I loved it there. Yeah, at the time, my wife, uh, <laughs> my wife's sister was in dental school in Rotslav. Um it, it, also, I remember it, you know, very, very, very fondly.
0: That's that's great. So you really expanded your uh, business to so many countries globally, right? And I, I really wonder what were the biggest, actually, uh, challenges that you ran into while, while doing that? Because, I mean, we've started, I mean, I would say, yeah, we started quite internationally because we started in Germany and Poland. Uh, so maybe right away but i know so many polish uh polish business and, and, owners and you, have
1: cust- and you have customers you have customers all over the world
0: yeah right now yeah yeah so for me maybe i'm not the right example but on the other hand i when i moved back to poland i've met so many polish business owners and every time uh, they actually ask me those questions hey how did you do it internationally how do you expand your business be-? and i was like I, I to be fair i can't really tell because that's how i started but they are struggling. They are struggling a lot, um, and I really wonder if you have some of the, um, like let's say, tips and tricks, learnings from from running business from, from so many countries and expanding. Actually, uh, because it's door to door, it's a little bit different, right? I mean, for me, as I go to Google, I I put uh, YouTube online, uh, like a YouTube video online, and I get the potential customers through the through the call. And you had to do it actually really. Um, Face to face, so.
1: <laughs> well, 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 I think it makes it easier, right? Because um, you get you get you get direct feedback. Because the name of the game is you have to learn how to connect with people that you wouldn't otherwise have known how to connect with until you get that feedback, right? So, so if I'm selling on Amazon, uh, 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 and and I put up my listing, I have to guess. I, I'm taking my best educated guess on what the listing that's going to, what is the best listing that is going to, or the the right components that are going to. Um, connect with uh, the potential buyers, right? And so face-to-face, and a lot of it was door-to-door, some of it, you know, today we're in like every Walmart, uh, many of the Walmarts and Best Buys in America. We have a lot of in-store events, shopping centers, etc. cetera. Um, but regardless, it's all one-on-one communication and you're getting direct feedback. And I think that that creates a lot of challenges because um, you just realize that cultures are different and people are different. And I think that was oh, yeah. the most enriching part about that whole journey for me. Um, you know, when I moved to England, like I said, I I, I, I I grew up in a small town. It was my first time getting a passport. I was 27. <laughs> I'd never left America other than to Canada a couple of times to like, because uh, the drinking age was 18. So between 18 and 21 Americans <laughs> who live in the north tend to go to Montreal and Sherbrooke and stuff a lot.
0: Oh
1: Yeah, it's a good time. But so, But I remember moving to England and out of the first 60 people in our office, they were from 46 different countries. Um, 42 of those countries I had never met a person from, uh, in my life. And you just meet such a wide range of people and, and you have to learn how to communicate with people, uh, differently. I mean, I'll tell a small anecdote. I can remember we'd run these uh, morning meetings to get people fired up before they go to the field. And, uh, uh, one meeting that we would run in America was this speech by a guy named Vince Lombardi. He was a football coach for the Green Bay Packers. And he has this speech called what it takes to be number one. And it is like the most quintessential sports speech in North American sports of all time. (laughs) So I can remember we're we're in England and we run this meeting uh, designed to get everyone excited on the way out to the field. And I'm riding in in the train in London with a girl from Greece, a girl from Hungary, a girl from Sweden, and a guy from um, uh, Belarus, I believe. And we're driving out, and I'm like, what would you guys think of that, that meeting this morning? And, and they all looked at me, and they're like, no, like, that's everything that we don't like about Americans, wrapped up into <laughs> three paragraphs. Like, everything that we think is the problem with the way all you care about is winning as a culture. And, and it, was, it was, you know, I was three weeks removed from living in America. And, um, and I can remember um, Jose Mourinho was a coach of Chelsea, and he got fired um, by Abramovich. Despite, I think they hadn't lost a match in like 20 matches mm-hmm. and he got fired. And the reason that Abramovich cited was um, he didn't like the style of football that they were playing. And again, like as, oh, yeah. as, a, as a kid, as a guy who grew up the way I grew up, that was just a crazy concept. Like, you know, in, yeah. in, in America, if your team played the most boring 60 minutes of football, but they won three nothing on a field goal, you'd be just as happy as if it was a high flying <laughs> passing attack. And so, you know, just a couple of anecdotes to, to underscore, um, it's so amazing to see the different ways that people look at the world and look at the same problems and look at the same, same situation and the more experiences that you have. If you dive in and you're excited about it and you're not married to your standpoint and you ask a lot more questions, um, which is the same, which is the same way as running a business. You're providing a service for, for your customers, Jacob, and it's, and it's and you have to adapt to the way that they want it. Um, it's not about I mean, the way you want it, it's about the way that they want it and, and your success will be determined by if you're solving the problems the way that they want them
0: solved. 100%. You always need to listen to what, what, what a customer wants. That's, that's what I learned. But when it comes to um, differences in the culture, I think there's a book, actually my friend recommended this to me, I haven't read it yet, uh, called Culture Map. And it actually says about yeah. all of the differences between um, how people run businesses in different countries. And I can actually tell that that when we started, it was totally different for us to, to do business with Germans than, uh, for example, with Poles or with U.S. clients. It's like super different. I mean, just to give you uh, the quickest example, uh, sometimes to acquire for us a German client, we, we had to really warm up the connections. I don't know in years like two years start a very small pilot project go to the dinner go to the lunch uh, reconnect and so on to actually start a big project with some of the u.s clients we literally had the calls when the guy jumped on the call he said what he wanted we gave him the quote and we started the project in a week right so that's like a very short totally. uh, like and, actually and, a huge and, difference and, between <laughs> those two countries
1: and both approaches have positives and negatives Right, And I think b- both of those approaches you described, you described one approach, which was a, a more uh, German approach, which was like measure 15 times cut once. And then you described uh, uh, an American approach, which was like, just go for it. And, and okay. there's, there's incredibly successful businesses. Those are two gigantic economies, two of the highest per capita in the world. Um, some of the most important businesses have come out of those two countries and they have very different approaches which i think like as you get older it humbles you to realize that my way of doing things or what i think makes sense is is really just a composite of my nurture um in so many ways of the way that i've grown up and the people that i've been around and influences that i've had and i think that was that's the most exciting and fun part about uh internationalizing your business
0: oh yeah Th- that's for sure and now i really wonder because this is something that uh i'm thinking a lot and I mean, you came through this stage. It's like, okay, once I will become a successful, I will go and retire. And I mean, it seems like you almost retired, right? Moving to Puerto Rico. And you had the plan to just rest. But eventually what happened is you got hooked again. And I just really wonder uh, if you could tell about this more. Because it seems like you've done a lot. You work a lot, been in many countries, met a lot of people, created a really great business. and then. You're you're getting on a in a Puerto Rico uh, your house, right? Trying to chill and then suddenly uh, what actually happened? Like I really want to understand your thought process there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so do I sometimes. But I think I think that uh, I, I think there's a few things. Um, number one is like retire is probably a, probably not the right word. But my sales and marketing company, there's some of my best friends, some of my partners, I'm still um, still involved, but in terms of you know, not being at like a 70, 80 hour week. Um, my plan was to mm-hmm. do investing instead, and what happened was every investment I looked at, I just wanted to build a competitor, a competitor. I just thought, you know, I think I could operate this business or I have an idea for this business, whether that's true or not, it's just the way it was built. Right. Um, second part is, is where I moved down here in Puerto Rico. I mean, it's a pretty amazing neighborhood, um, where just tons of people that are way more successful than I was live, you know, um, just about every musician you could think of, Bad Bunny, Azuna, um, Ricky Martin they all live you know within a 5 minute golf cart ride or closer to my house it's Really successful <laughs> people like Peter Stiff the the Paul brothers moved in recently i mean there's just a lot of people that are just crushing it um and those are just people that you would know and then there's people that own the largest manufacturer of airplanes you know the person who does relocation for secretary for for the for the department of defense So I met a lot of people that, that were just, you know, had thought even bigger than, than I did. And I think that that's what it comes down to. I don't think that the goal is to find some finish line after which you just relax and, and kick it up and drink margaritas all day. I mean, that'd be bad for your, (laughs) bad for your liver anyway. Um, but I think it's to stay constantly challenged and constantly engaged and, and to continue to expand that muscle in your, in your brain on what's possible for your life. And I think that we're just built to do. Um, and, 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 and then lastly, you know, there's probably some, it probably comes from, um, some deep recess of like, I wanted to be a major league baseball player, but I wasn't big enough and I wanted to be other things and maybe I wasn't (laughs) smart enough or, you know, wanted to, I wasn't good looking enough or whatever. And I think that, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot that shapes, you know, people. Um, but, but, you know, to, live a life where you acquire a bunch of skills through your experiences and through your grit and through really uh, your intentionality at becoming better as a person Um, and then to be able to help others through leadership through mentorship um it's it's what i found to be the greatest you know professional feeling of my life and so when i found this interest industry it reminded me a lot of the last industry i was in where The goal was to just live a better life. The Amazon seller wants to live a better life than the average. They want to do it on their terms. They want to do it in their time. They want to see the world. They want to do incredible things. Um, And that's the language that I'd been speaking for 18, 19 years and was excited to be able to take that here. Um, And so as much as I thought maybe I wanted to relax, you know, all it took was seeing an opportunity to make a difference, um, seeing an opportunity to compete in another arena. And to you know translate and, and measure up and see if the skills you know would tra- would 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 uh, transfer over, um, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. Do, do you actually still coach uh, business owners despite like working uh, at the Carbon Six right now? Yeah,
1: yeah, all the all the time. I mean, many of these people they moved all over you know the world with me, and they're some of my closest friends uh, in the world, and 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 I'm still you know very uh, active and intimately really involved in their and they're coaching, I have a lot of incredible leaders that take on the day-to-day. Um, as the team's gotten, you know, really, really large. Um, but yeah,
0: that's awesome. And did you actually have a coach as well? Where, like, before, when you were having some doubts, yeah, I, uh, I, looking for I, help?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, i I, well, I think I look at it and say you always need three coaches. I think so. You need a long-term coach, and this is a person who's going to help you with vision, and they're going to help you. Um, really, really, uh, uh, chart the, the, the whole course. And so for some people, that can be a podcast you listen to. It can be a family member. It can be, um, you know, books that you read as well as individuals. And I was lucky to have individuals that were in that same direct sales business that I was in that had achieved what I was trying to achieve that were able to help me the entire time where I was able to draw from a direct experience, which is, which is fantastic. And I think you need a, you need a long-term vision and a long-term coach for that. Certainly helps. Um, then I think you need you know a medium coach. This is somebody who is, uh, you know, uh, ahead of where you want to go and has just recently experienced whatever it is that you're going through that can help you with I don't know the next three months or six months or twelve months. It can be a seller that just got to the point that 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 you want to get to. It could be someone who just successfully migrated their their uh, uh, a D to C brand to Amazon and went from five percent to ten percent to twenty percent or thirty percent of the revenue. And then I think you need you need day to day coaches at your short term coaches, which is. Whatever I need to get better at today, who can help me? Um, and so I, 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 underneath that that last group, I've had thousands, um, maybe more, maybe hundreds of thousands. You know, what is it that I'm trying to get better at? Um, yeah. And and where can I pull from that? You know, you 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 mentioned um, when we were talking the other day about uh, your team's ex- expertise with the SP API, and so I went on and I googled, you know, Amazon SP API or, or went on YouTube, I should say and we watched a bunch of videos this weekend you know we uh are, I, i'd like to think our r&d team is is very advanced but there were there were there were there were instances and 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 tidbits inside of that morsels inside of your videos that were extremely helpful so for this past that's weekend, awesome. you know you were a short-term coach to many of us at Carbon Six.
0: oh that's great <laughs> really great you know, to when, hear when, that when, they, they when, are helpful when, 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 yeah
1: Oh, super helpful when we were when we were talking to customers in Poland each one of them were giving us feedback and they were our short-term yeah. coaches informing the next conversation we were going to have
0: oh definitely yeah i i I can totally relate to that i I see it was your point here and actually talking speaking of amazon community i i think it's one of the best communities i've i've had when it comes to being in different industries and building software solutions i mean we tried many of them before and this is the one that we really stick into it and what i love the most is actually like the the community part so i've been at this point i know probably on it's only but still um it's enough. So I think at four different conferences. So one of them was Prosper Show. Then uh, I've been in some in Germany. L- recently, I've been to Lithuania. I've been in uh, Tel Aviv. And what I can see the right. most is it's is really part of being the community. So if you are stuck, you can literally talk to other seller because they face all of those problems and they can always teach uh, each other, right? And I really enjoy mm-hmm. that, especially those crazy sellers, like eight figures, nine figure sellers who are going on a stage I mean, in the end, they're also human. So you can wait till the speaker goes out of the stage. You can easily talk to him or her, right? Which is crazy if you think about it.
1: it it's fascinating because it, it, I've said this before. It was far from guaranteed that, that it was going to develop that way. It's, it's such a unique, and I haven't seen every industry, but basically the industries I've seen, uh, to, to piggyback off your point, it's such a unique thing here where everyone's helping each other the the masterminds the groups it's really it's really incredible and and yeah i mean it's, it's been it's been super helpful for us as a company getting up to speed you know it's been it's been and continues to be having a measurable impact on our learning curve and our growth curve at understanding what we need to create in terms of the next the next gen solutions for sellers
0: and you're also great with um bringing sellers together i mean I, I remember i think i don't know if it was the first day but i remember you had this party at the Prosper show uh and i i actually went there as well so you're also great with that <laughs> wasn't like a pool look, party
1: I think, yeah look we, we we sponsor a lot i think um it's a great way to connect with people um uh you know we're going to i'm going to the mds event in barcelona next week and, and can't wait and it's 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 you know i feel i'm a part of all these communities that i've gotten to know people oh, yeah. and um that's one of my favorite parts about it. you know all those things give me give give me energy and 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 they give us information that helps us uh, be a better company and be a better service to sellers um, i i i uh you know the way we started the company was we weren't Amazon sellers, and so we knew mm-hmm. that what we lacked was was that you know and that's a big thing to lack when you're trying to serve amazon sellers and so when we went out and made the first group of acquisitions, not only were we acquiring solutions but we were acquiring expertise. And and, awesome. and we have a product advisory committee comprised of dozens and dozens of some of the best names, uh, best and well-known names uh, in Amazon um, with billions in sales uh, in aggregate informing our product roadmap. We just launched eight weeks ago PixelMe, um, uh, the, new, the new functionality today. PixelMe is the only ad tech platform where you can run Google meta and TikTok ads directly to your Amazon listing with deep linking oh, wow. attribution. Optimizing for conversions, not just clicks. Well, we had hundreds of sellers and large brands inform the roadmap so that we knew that what we were building the, had the highest probability of being exactly what the market needed. Um, and what we've seen over the eight weeks is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a rocket ship. I mean, we're, we're doing hundreds of demos um, every week and, and, and oh, yeah. 80, 90% of people that are seeing a demo are signing up.
0: So, so actually if you could tell a little bit more about the solutions itself could you split them somehow by the categories um or like the problems that you are solving right now that sellers are struggling with
1: yeah so so yeah so with PixelMe, um everybody knows um or should know that external traffic is really important both for product launches as well as just spiking and keeping organic rank um amazon gives you a brand referral bonus which is 10 percent back um since they lost launch attribution, which right now is in the U.S., uh, some North America, uh, North America, and and a few places in, in, in the EU, um, and so taking the almost three billion uh, product searches or searches on Google every single day, and trans- transforming them into organic rank lift and a profitable uh, another profitable revenue stream for your Amazon listing is important. What we built there is the ultimate solution to do that. So you run the ads from the PixelMe console directly to the Amazon link uh, uh, listing, linked with attribution and deep linking. And and what we're seeing there is, in many cases, we're actually getting infinite ROAS. So we call it infinite ROAS. So this is especially for products that are. This this solution will work for for most products. And if you want to get a, mm-hmm. um, if you want us to um, do an audit, maybe we can put that link in the in the show notes below. Um, definitely but, but for higher end products 70 80 90 100 what we're seeing time and time again is that the cost of acquiring a customer through the google ad is less than the 10 percent brand referral bonus mm-hmm. um meaning that sellers today are making more money off of a sale driven from google than they would off an organic sale on amazon which is pretty incredible so that's pixeling oh
0: wow well. wow that's so, that's so imagine,
1: imagine you're selling right imagine you're mm-hmm. selling a drill that's uh 200 dollars and it costs you eleven dollars to acquire a customer, and then you get two and you get twenty dollars, you know, off what normally be your Amazon fee. Um, you'd be making nine dollars more in that scenario, uh, off of that, that Google driven sale that's also gonna give you organic rank juice than you would yeah, off yeah. the organic sale on Amazon.
0: That that's that's crazy. I think I've spoke with this uh with, with one guy actually on the podcast. he's running the Amazon agency and uh they are doing actually uh advertisement on Google that brings, uh, because it's cheaper, for example, than selling on Amazon, like uh, getting ads on Amazon. So uh, that's very nice uh, to to that person that they,
1: we should, we should partner up.
0: Um, so that's, that's one solution.
1: (laughs) That's one, that's one solution. Um, another solution is called data driven. Um, this is one of the newer members of the carbon six family. Um, a lot of sellers told us that what they would really like is an executive summary. Um, with action items, they could assign to people on their team uh, recommendations and action items. And so that's what data-driven is. Um, it started out as a full service for some of the largest brands on Amazon. Brands like Hefty Reynolds, uh, Drops, uh, have been using this for years. It was built by Amazon sellers, uh, sorry, by Amazon vendor managers, I should say, um, mm-hmm. who codified everything that they've learned into a software. And what we offer there is for just 100 bucks a week, you get an executive summary that tells you everything that happened to your business. Um, with recommendations and action items that you can actually assign to, uh, people on your team. That's data driven. Um, That's so nice. stocked is for inventory management. So for inventory management, a lot of people use sp- spreadsheets. They're incredibly inefficient. They're time consuming and they're difficult. Um, what, what spread, what's so stocked? It was born out of all the supply chain issues during COVID. So it was great, great. It was great timing. And what they've done now is really automate the process of forecasting. Um, and inventory management in the way that all sellers need. Um, that's now available um, uh, all the way at the top of the market where we integrate directly with NetSuite and many of the largest brands and, and many of the most successful sellers in the world are using um, uh We have profit recovery, so this is refunds or reimbursements. People would know it as for 1P and 3P with ChargeGuard and Sell Investigators. We're the only people on the planet right now offer that offer that, that full solution. So regardless of if you're a 3P seller, a one-piece, a one-piece seller, seller central, a vendor central or a hybrid, um, uh, you know, we, 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 we're able to get more money faster and with more transparency. Yeah.
0: Um, I think, I think especially addition- for one piece Go sellers, ahead. right. It's there's not so many tools for that. So that's actually a really nice tool.
1: Yeah, it's great. And so, you know, I think again, we want to simplify success for sellers. And so one point of contact, one login for everything that I just mentioned, right. Um, we then have many, we have an analytics uh, software managed by stats used by many of the most successful sellers in the world. We have the number one alert system in the world called AMZ Alert. Um, what's great about this is that you can actually spy on your competitors. So because it's done uh, largely through scraping and not just through the API, it's done through a combination. You can, you can not just monitor your own ASINs, but you can monitor your competitor ASINs and then you can get alerts going to your wearable, to your Slack to wherever you want and build different hierarchies depending on who wants to see what. Um, we have PPC Entourage, which will be releasing a ton of new features um, and bring that really out to market over the next 30 to 45 days, which is a PPC solution. Um, and is this and, a tool and, also and, and, for and,
0: Amazon agencies or is it only for sellers?
1: Everything that we build um, is built with the agency uh, in mind. So it's, okay. it's these are all great for multi brand these are all great for multi-account. Um, everything is geared towards saying, we want to build for the MDS seller, right? Which we consider to be the most sophisticated solopreneur um, started businesses. And we want to build for them and we want to make sure that it's adaptable and it's very convenient for agencies, accelerators, and aggregators. And if we do that, then we know we'll build built what the top of the market, what the enterprise, what the CPG brands need as well.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really nice. And what's right now on your list? What, what's next? I really wonder when it comes to um, right now, I don't acquiring some solution or, or building the new one. What's on your target right now?
1: Uh, all of it. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit uh, cagey on, on our roadmap. We have a couple incredible things we'll be announcing over the next 30 or 45 days. Um, we'll be working deeper on the integration. Um. Where the apps will be able to communicate with, with 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 each other, and the whole will really become a lot greater than the sum of its parts, um, we will make a, a larger move, you know, in the directions that we've been going, which is for the three-piece seller, um, as well as uh, continuing down the road uh, for 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 one-piece sellers. Uh, we also just uh, uh, acquired and launched uh, our number, uh, our first our first Walmart solution called Wally Smarter that really acts as, a, as so an all-one ex- solution. So you're also people.
0: expanding to Walmart.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We start with Walmart, you know, later is it Taobao, is it Mercado Libre? We're, we're, we're really looking at a hub and spoke strategy. Jacob, part of, the, part of the goal for this is that not only can you come to one place and just have one login serving all the different needs of the professional seller and large brand, but we can also identify opportunities and help you expand into other markets in, in, and awesome. into other markets and other marketplaces.
0: That's awesome. I I really think that in the future, everything will be at some point marketplace, right? There will be so many different marketplaces for so many things. And right now, if you're on on Amazon, I I think you're really um, like losing it. I mean, you should always think about the expansion, Uh, especially here in Europe. There are so many opportunities. I mean, Amazon is huge, but it's not huge in every country. So in every country, you actually have some big marketplace for example i mean as you probably know in poland uh, there's allegro and amazon is trying to mm, put so much money for expansion here but it's it's failing it's it, it can't win with allegro then in germany amazon actually is uh, the biggest one but on the other hand you have kaufland which was kind of like a walmart they started with the uh huge stores and they at some point launched the marketplace and now they're expanding on other countries and my friend who is a huge amazon seller um he just tried it out and right now he's generating uh, I think six figures every month just by launching a few products on Halfland without really having any experience right so it's always um, good to think also when it comes to building a tech company as yours about software that can allow um, scaling on other marketplaces because it's a matter of time that really people go all in um, on all of the other marketplaces so I know that Walmart especially right now in the US is very hot Uh, when I have some guests on the podcast running the walmart agency walmart agencies they say that walmart right now it's something like amazon in 2017 18 but it's moving much faster right so there's no time to waste. i mean
1: hopefully i mean you would say amazon has had an all-time great execution from you know 15 16 17 to now and so the the it's it's certainly not guaranteed at all. In fact, the probability is very much against Walmart executing that 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 well. But even if they reach 25% or 20%, you know, it'll be it'll be a huge channel um for people as compared to what it is today.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Justin, actually uh thanks a lot for for sharing all of your expertise in entrepreneurship and Uh, features of carbon six technologies all of the solutions that you guys have i would love to ask you last one question um like how people can actually try carbon six um because i would love to also share it with the audience so i'll put the link in the description
1: absolutely i mean i think uh uh you can go to carbon6.io um and um what we'll do jacob is is we will um work with you and we'll get some offer codes based on all the software for all the softwares i just mentioned That'll be unique and special to your audience. We'll get those out. Awesome. So if you're watching the podcast now, um, the the links will already be below.
0: Awesome. Thank, thanks a lot, Justin. Uh, it was great to have you here on the podcast. I hope this is not the, our last podcast that we'll reconnect in the future. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot.
1: And, and Jacob, congratulations on everything that you're doing. You know, su- super super happy for you. Um, been very very impressed by your content and and and. Uh, the feedback we've gotten about your team, testimonials. So keep up the great work and can't wait for our paths to cross again.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot.
1: Bye-bye.